Want to start a coaching and consulting business, but you don't know where to start? Today we're talking about where to begin and common mistakes that people make. Kevin shares helpful tips and advice from his 15 plus years of experience to help you succeed in this episode. So please stick around and enjoy the show. episode of Coffee with Tea. I'm your host, Tanya Tyler, and like I always say, I'm excited because I have another great guest that's going to drop us some great nuggets, some gems that you want to hear, especially if you're looking for coaching. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Mr. Kevin Pedry. He is with Core Coaching Business Academy, and without further ado, I'd like to welcome Mr. Kevin. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you, sir. We connected on Facebook. I love how, you know, it's, it's global. We're, we're globally connecting here. Yes, so, I love that. <laughs> I, I know you're in the UK, right? No, I'm actually out by Seattle. Okay, Seattle. All right. I know there's been a little wide range global changes here going on. So thank you for clarifying that up. So that actually helps me ask this question. How are you dealing with this whole COVID-19 then? Well, you know, it's just um, things have definitely changed for sure in terms of, you know, how people are interacting online and how many more people are online versus before. And, um, you know, it just, you just got to kind of go by it day by day. It's, um, you know, I think we're all just kind of like trying to figure out like where are people's heads at, where, you know, where are people, you know, show, uh, yeah, it's just, there's just a lot of things that are, you know, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, and I, what has been your biggest lesson since this COVID-19 kicked off so far? Have you, would you like to share? I think the biggest thing in terms of another lesson in business is that there's no consistency ever. Nothing, it doesn't matter if it's COVID or, you know, change in policies on websites or, you know, buyer habits or new, new uh, technology this is just another, you know, this is another way to test resilience of organizations, right? Like just to say like, what is going to keep you moving forward, right? Because nothing's ever consistent. So I think it's a, I think it's more of a reminder, you know, that there's no guarantees. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I love your insight because it's like, you really, you wanted to really talk about, we're going to talk about the realities of creating a coaching business and stuff like that. And I think there's so many people who are like looking to shifting change to stuff like that. So I really wanted to like, um, can you explain like how your journey came about to how you do what you do? So I've been in business for 15 years. I started as a career coach and I did a, a lot of uh, recruiting and uh, coaching in that respect. And then through time, I started a few different businesses uh, in health and wellness. I do health and wellness coaching, training, uh, and rehabilitative uh, movement therapy work. And I moved as the pan over the last couple of years, I've been transitioning into more leadership man uh, management work and trying to move back into the career world um, with all of my experience and owning different size businesses and working with people from all over the country and the world, um, 
coaching for me has just been one of those places that I landed on that I just absolutely love. It's one of the things I have a lot of passion about. And um, I think there's a lot of great opportunities for flexibility um, to be a coach. So that's kind of how my journey progressed. And that's kind of where I'm at now. And so like now I have this, you know, real passion to teach people this reality of what it's really like to run a business, right? Because I've right. done, I've done all kinds of different things. And it's just, it's become a passion, right? It's like, I want, I don't want people to live the life I lived. I don't want people to go through the things I went through to get where I'm at. Um, and just to put on a, you know, put on, put on the, the glasses of reality, right? I love it. I love it. So when, when people are like looking to, to go into the coaching and like I said, um, we're, we're going to shift this conversation along, mm -hmm. but like for those who are like thinking like maybe I'm into coaching, how do you know whether that's the kind of niche or, you know, how do you know whether you're, you're should go into that niche, I guess you say. Yeah, I like that. And I think that there's a lot of different levels of coaching. And I think the biggest thing that I can say in terms of making that switch and the thought of how, you know, am I going to, am I going to be a coach for what specifically, obviously first, but that coaching really is about communication and having really strong communication skills. So if you're challenged with communication skills and you haven't, you know, if it's difficult for you to have tough conversations, it's really something that you have to look at, right? Because people are people and no matter what industry that you're in, you're going to have to go through conflict resolution. You're going to have to be in uncomfortable um, conversations a lot, right? Whether it be people that are emotional or people who get upset about things, or, I mean, it just really depends on the whole variety of, you know, coaching, but conflict resolution, communication skills are an absolute must. I know that's kind of a long-winded answer, but. <laughs> no, no, it's great. Cause like I said, we're, we're really like, say you were talking about the realities. Of, so it's like, my next question where it really comes into, it's like, what are some of the misconceptions of people who go into the coaching? I think there's a lot of people and especially online nowadays, everyone's just like, you know, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to start a business. It's going to be easy. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to get right out there. And all I have to do is just, you know, create a website and, you know, just get leads to come into my website which that's, you know, obviously a process, but I think the thing people miss the absolute most is how do I manage that flow in the processes? How do I handle being able to create all of those processes and really being able to look at, does my product or service really give the outcomes that I'm promising? Right. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think even if you're like the best in the world at what you do, you're still going to have customers who don't get the results that you want, right? And you have to look at that and say, is it my fault? Is it my implementation of my skills? Is it that I did something wrong? Or is it, you know, that the, that the people that are actually working with you not doing the things that they need to be doing, right? So there's all this other stuff that I think people don't even think about. Um, and it burns them out and it wears them down. And this is why most businesses fail, right? because you, there's no magic recipe for running a successful business online, right? Like you still have to do all the stuff that everyone else does. Right. I love that. So is there like a difference between coaching and consulting? 
You know, I teach this in my classes and this is something that's really important to understand that the, there's um, consulting, which is more, you know, talking about professional services, advising, this kinds of thing and coaching becomes more overcoming struggles and challenges and they can both be intertwined. Um, but I think it's also important to see the difference between the two, because I think sometimes when people think about coaching or just a coaching relationship, it's that you need several different tool sets um, to get people from point A to point B, right? So we're going to talk about emotional things. These kinds of things are going to come up. We're going to talk about the things that really get in the way. But then we also have to put our hat on and say, look, you know, you're not doing the work. I have to be honest with you. I have to show up and I have to be strong sometimes and say, look, you know, this isn't working because the things that you're, you know, you keep saying you're going to do aren't, aren't really working. Right. Or in my experience, I've seen these things. You probably want to avoid them. Right. So um, there's no one answer. Right. It's like, and I think people think about transformational coaching as an, as a, you know, kind of an insight that they'll go like, I love transformational coaching and it's all great. Well, that's cool. But I just don't want to have aha moments, right? Like business owners don't come to me and go, oh, I, I had this huge moment of like, I understand now that I'm, you know, insecure about my business and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, now we know. <laughs> now, now we need to make a decision about what to do with it. Right. <laughs> I love how you, they're not coming with the fluffy stuff. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So well, like, everyone, well, everyone always says like, no, I'm good. I'm secure. I know what I'm doing, right? Until you get... <laughs> Until times get tough, right? Until, right. until until some big major challenge comes up in the business and then they go, oh, I don't know what to do, right? <laughs> so so I, I want to remind everybody who's checking in, if you're already picking up some golden nuggets that Kevin is dropping, please consider hitting us that thumbs up and letting us know. Perhaps leave us a comment, letting us know maybe some questions that you have and I can have some follow-up questions for Mr. Kevin. Yes. So Mr. Kevin, I also want to know like, What's the one thing that you, you have found has been the struggle for, for most of the, the, the wannabe coaches that want to come to you and, and seek your, your um, professional help? I'll use my experience through 15 years, um, and, I, and I'll give kind of my, um, a little bit about my history about running businesses and organizations. And the thing with me is that I am super passionate about getting out there. And I find that a lot of people are really passionate about the craft that they do. And they think, and I've thought that, you know, this is the thing that leads me forward in business. And I believe that. And I believe that we need to be very good on our skill set. We need to do all of this stuff. But we also have to understand there's usually two things. Number one, it's I can't do all of the things in business, even if I think that I can, I know that I really actually can't. And for years, I just struggled with this concept that I, to be a good CEO, I needed to know bookkeeping, I needed to know, know accounting, I needed to do, you know, online marketing, I needed to know Facebook ads, I needed to do, you know, program development, and I needed to do all of these things without any help. And I think this is the number one reason people get burned out real fast. And to be a good CEO of your business means that you have to invest properly. And you do not have a business if you don't invest in the areas that you're weak in. Because, I mean, I was just talking to an entrepreneur yesterday and they go, do you think that if I, you know, I've, I've taken this day off now because this is something I've really wanted to do. And I said, great. 
and we were kind of chatting about it. And he says, well, even if I take that day off, there's still more work to do. Or even if I work seven days a week, there's still more work to do. Right. And so when you get burned out, this is the number one thing that people do when they get burned out, right? They're not creating turnkey businesses. A turnkey business is not, I run every single function of my organization, right? Right, right. Maybe at first, right? Maybe in the first six months, that's cool, right? And I think that people can drive on passion for that long, but it finally clicked when I went like, I'm trying to scale my business by myself without investing properly. And I, it was almost like I felt bad because I wanted to invest in, marketers who knew more than me or people who knew Facebook marketing more than me. It's like, hello, right? Like they know what they're doing, right? Like, so why wouldn't I hire them? Right. Right. So I, that is the number one thing I, I tell everybody, you know, a marketing strategy and a marketing plan and an organizational plan is very important because if you don't know the trajectory of what you're doing and an exit strategy for like, you're going to be working for a dollar an hour when you start to look at all the things you're doing, Right. That's not freedom. That's not, that's not, that, that's terrible. Right. 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 I, I'm learning that as well. And I, I had a conversation, which reminds me, um, cause uh, you know, people ask me like, Hey, can you help me with my head editing skills? And I'm thinking about, you know, well, I could do this. I could coach people do this. But then I started thinking, I was like, if I'm helping you do that, I'm going to take away from what I'm doing over here. So yeah. what I did was I was like, a, it, it was a forward thinking idea, but I was like, when I talked to the person, I was like, I can't do it right now where I am right now. I said, but as my team comes along, then I can help you. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm growing. So yes. basically it's what it is, is you start to, you know, you, if you're really, I wouldn't say serious because everybody wants to be serious in their mm -hmm. business. But if you really take a hard look, those are the things you have to ask yourself. Like, am I taking away from here with the quality that I want to present to the people? And is this going to help me get there? So I love that. I love yeah. that. Thank you. Yeah. So what's some of the good, the, the uh, key to good coaching? What's, what's some good um, things that really make a good coach, do you think? I mean, I, I know they range from different things, but I mean, yeah. in general, there should, should be some kind of like idea. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think out of all the experience that I've learned is like the, the number one thing is that for me, I won't work with anybody that I'm not going to spend time with and that I feel really close with. That's just the way that I do things. I, I'm looking for a certain relationship. I'm building the foundations of open, honest communication and a um, collaboration, right? Because I think that sometimes you get into agreements where people think that you should fix them and that it should be you're producing and I'm going to sit back here and wait for you to produce for me. And, you know, that's really hard when we move into the coaching and consulting arena, arena, because a lot of what we do is more talking and consulting, right? And so I had to really make that switch when I realized that it was like, uh, people are paying me for my experience and my time and my support, right? And the tangible um, product, right, becomes what we collaborate on and what you produce, right? So you have to be very good at collaborating problem solving, conflict resolution. Um, but I think more than anything, it's about building that foundation of, you know, setting those agreements and, and boundaries up front and saying, this is my role. This is your role. These are our agreements together. And that we really, we really hold on to those because I think I know for myself, I've run into a lot of situations where I 
kind of let people run over me and I, and I overreach and I overdo things. And then the boundaries um, aren't real clear and um, it's not a good thing. Right. Right. I like how you touch on the relationship things. So, I mean, if I know I've tried coaching, amateur coaching, I guess you could say, (laughs) but I got caught up in the money thing. So how do you, how do you step back from that and then keep it in mind that you're there to help somebody and not necessarily make the money? <laughs> yeah, this is a really big one, right? And I, I just wrote an article about this, like the, the path to entrepreneurship, right? Because I've been in the corporate world and I made a lot of money and it was secure and yet I was burned out. You know, I just, it didn't matter to me. It's just like, I, I'm not in it for the money. I mean, we all have, I have a family to provide for, and yes, I want a certain lifestyle, but I realize that at a certain point, you're going to drive passionately for money and you're going to lose because it's never ending. Like you're, you're dry. It's like a, it's like a, a drug addiction. It's like, it just keeps going and going and then you want more and more and more. So I think for me, and this is something I always tell everybody, it's like, if you don't wake up in the morning and are jumping out of bed, excited for what you're doing, find something else to do, right? Because we have so many choices in this world, right? If, if you want to go and you want to be educated on something, go do it, right? But don't just slough by and, you know, because then you're going to always think about money, right? Yeah. And, and I teach this all the time that it's like, what is more important, serving people or your bottom dollar, right? When I'm on conversations in sales, it's like my whole thing is like, can I help them? Do I want to help them? Do they want to be helped? Right. I got to get really clear about that relationship because really at the end of the day, when people start to pay you money, you know, there's going to be higher expectations. There's going to be buyer's remorse. There's going to be all the stuff that comes along with the back end part of business. Right. So if we can just stay true to what we really want to do and what, and how we really want to serve, it's going to be a lot better for you. Okay, Mr. Kevin, I got two questions for you because <laughs> we're getting down on time. So what's the one thing you want to leave the audience with? My number one message, and this is my, my driving message, is find something you're absolutely passionate in and build the skill set to produce the results for your people and be willing to invest in your business appropriately, right? And we have to look at this as a business, not a hobby. Right. And we have to look at that. It's like, if we really want a long-term business, we have to match it to our passion and our life mission. And then we have to look at the reality of, is this sustainable as a business? Right. I like it. I, like I said, you're, you're, if nobody's picking this up, at least I got it. So <laughs> my final question is for those who want to follow up and, and know more about you and find your services, where can they find you? So the best way for people to uh, find us, we do have a website. It's called core-coachingacademy.com. And we have a private Facebook group. And this is where I kind of collaborate and work with uh, people. They can come in and we do a lot of different free training. Uh, We're going to be actually doing our own series. Uh, We're calling it the Core Coaching Raw. It's kind of a live Q&A where we're talking about business development struggles. And each week, we're really just kind of diving in on the topics related to business, the reality of business, uh, the skills needed for business. Um, and that's really the best way for people to find us because uh, for us, it's all about um, meeting people and just having conversations and having the opportunity to, you know, work in groups and, you know, learn. So that would probably be the best way for people to start working with us. All right. 
Well, it's amazing how fast 20 minutes goes. I know. Right? I know. Yeah. It's fun. We're just like getting started. So if you would be, would you be willing to maybe possibly come back and we have another conversation to go a little bit deeper? On Absolutely. Yes. So yes. That means if you have some questions, please put them in the comments for Mr. Kevin. Yes. <laughs> and as I close this out, re remember, feedback is always welcome. Emails if you have any guests or show ideas. The links to all of Kevin's uh, sites that he mentioned will be posted in the comments. And also, thank you for watching. And if you, again, I think I've reminded you a couple times. If you're enjoying it, give us a thumbs up, leave us a comment. And if you're enjoying all the insights that I'm getting from all these great speakers that are coming on and you want to hear some more, please consider hitting that subscribe button down below. And remember, remember, take things in stride, go with the flow, and create your own path. And so thank you, Kevin, for being here. And thank you, thank you for watching. Appreciate it. Thank you. Until next time. Share with us. What was one of your takeaways from today's show? Post your answers in the comments. Hi everyone, this is Tanya again, popping in to say thank you for listening to today's show. Coffee with Tea interviews are always free, and if you're enjoying the wisdom and insights that are being shared, please stay and grow with us and show your financial support. You can buy us coffee or become a monthly supporter. Links are posted in the description box. And again, I wanted to personally say thank you for tuning in.